This is Kurt. And this is Tracy. And this is the MFG Cast. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the MFG cast. Ladies, gentlemen, non-binary children of all ages. Animals! All your animals, bring your animals! What about animorph? right animorphs? Or... What is an animorph? Uh, it's an old... <laughs> it would take me a long time to explain. Okay, don't. Yeah, just don't. everyone. Everyone, you're welcome to our table. Welcome to another edition of the... Of a game board game edition of the MFG cast. This time, we're going to be talking about what? We're reviewing and discussing My City by Thames and Cosmos. Or Cosmos. Whatever you, whatever you prefer. Are they going back to Cosmos? Well, you know, on the ga- on the bo- on the board game boxes, they say com- a Cosmos, but, you know. A Cosmos. A Cosmos. They don't say a Cosmos, yes. but yes. No, they say Cosmos. But yeah, I mean, you can call it whatever you want. Thames and Cosmos is their their full name or whatever, but... I always have to remember it's backwards alphabetically to say Thames and Cosmos instead of Cosmos and Thames. Yeah, yep. No, I get it. Boom. Right. Anyway, so today in this episode, we're going to talk about my city. We'll get into a disclaimer and things like that, but... Are we going to just get right into it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, actually, before we get into it, we'd like to thank... Cosmos for giving us a review copy of My City so we could take a look at it. And Cosmos has been really a great company to work with, and they've really been considerate of keeping us up to date on the newest games. So hopefully we're bringing those to you, and hopefully you'll enjoy this review. And you're supporting them. That's right. Based on our reviews and other things. That's right. All right, so let's talk about My City. What's the stats? Well, the stats for My City... Is it plays two to four players. It's 10 and up. Is that ages 10 and up? Yeah. Yeah. Ages 10 and up. Nice. Thank you for it. I forgot the word ages. <laughs> there's something 10 and up. I don't know what it is, but. Um, 10 dice and up. No, there's no dice in here. It plays about 30 minutes per episode. And it's designed by Reiner Knizia. Mm-hmm. I love saying that name. Knizia. <laughs> And art by Michael Menzel. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. So basically an overview of this game is that you're developing your city through the ages in this family-friendly legacy experience. So for those of you who aren't familiar with legacy games, what is a legacy game, Kurt? Basically a legacy game is a game that you play through completely. And and as you're playing through these legacy games, you're changing up the game as you go, whether it be destroying cards, whether it be manipulating your board, you know, those kind of things. It's like most of the time a legacy game, you are only going to be able to play through it once. 
Yep. And I think that a lot of companies have tried to make it so that you're able to play it more than once or play it again after you've completed the legacy portion of a game. So they've tried to enable the ability on the other side of the game board and things like that so that you're able to play the game again later. And this game, they've offered that ability on the back side of the game boards to be able to play to pick up and play later yeah it's it's basically just a a yeah once you get through the whole legacy part of the game it's like that part is just kind of like a one and done kind of thing yep so it's not really part of the legacy play but you you already know the rules of the game so then you can just kind of play it on your own right so with the explanation of the legacy game we don't want to spoil things for you so we've written this very fancy lawyer-like disclaimer that I want to read to you as this review is very serious. Can you tell how serious I am, Kurt? Oh my god. The tension is palpable. I know. Mm-hmm. So, we, we, we at the MFG at the cast, MFG cast, cast, cast will do our best to not to not spoil this legacy game. However, however, we have the tendency to get passionate about things, and therefore we make no guarantee. And just to let you know, Tracy just swore on a copy of My City. She put a hand on it, put a hand in the air, kind of weirdly, you know, like she's like. Swearing in for some kind like of Like I'm office. in a courtroom or what? <laughs> no. Well, you know, take it or leave it. Yeah, but we're, we're going to try not to spoil this game, but just to warn you, we will talk about some elements of the game that might be kind of spoilerific. De- that's word. Yeah, depending on who's listening to this. Some people will be like, and I'm out because <laughs> I don't want to know anything about this game. But please listen to all of it. But yeah, but at the <laughs> same time, I think we're we're trying to do it, give it... Comments as high level as we can. Yeah, we're going to definitely yeah. try to give it our, our fair shake without ruining the game for you. You betcha. Cool. All right, so let's give the um, listeners a little bit of an introduction to My City. Like we told them, like the basic gist that it's a legacy game mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the stats mm-hmm. of the game. But let's talk a little bit more. Let's do a little bit of an intro of the game. My City consists of 24 glorious episodes where players build up their city as the episodes progress. The story of this polyamino game is full of challenges as your city progresses through each episode. Players have many choices to make to manipulate their city by placing stickers and marking their player boards. And these choices carry out through each episode... To customize gameplay. Yeah, and speaking of gameplay, why don't we talk about gameplay and the components of this game? Cool. Let's get into some of those components then. Okay. And the gameplay. For sure. Why don't you go first? So the game comes with eight envelopes, which are sealed, obviously, because envelopes usually when they arrive, they're sealed, right? Yes, because if they're not, then somebody's been (laughs) tampering. Somebody's been tampering. Yeah, yeah. Call the Postal Service. So these... Eight envelopes are titled as chapters, and each chapter on these envelopes consists of three episodes inside of those chapters. And each player chooses an animal symbol, so they can choose between a wolf, eagle, a bear, and a deer, I think. Mm -hmm. And 
they receive 24 polyomino pieces and a game board that's associated with whatever animal symbol they select. Yep, so the polyomino pieces have their symbols on the back, so you just find those, and then the, the game board has the symbol on the top left. Yep, and then they choose a name for their city. Yeah. And they, you literally write it on the board. Yep. So that's where the legacy piece comes for in. For sure. What did you name your city? I forgot what I named mine. I, was, I picked the wolf as the animal symbol. And I was so creative, I named my city Wolfie. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot. I named mine The Colony. Because <laughs> it sounds very foreboding. And you were the eagle, I think. Uh, that's right. Yep. That's right. Yeah, so we're really creative. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially me. Yeah, especially Because I didn't... Wolfie. Wolfie. <laughs> <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like... That should be like Babar's like, friend or something. Yes. Wolfie. Kids, look up Babar if you don't know what Babar is. Yeah. So start out by opening envelope one and reading the backstory and the rules associated with episode one. Sometimes the rules for the episode change, as well as cards and pieces get added, and then stickers also can be added to your boards. The stickers may um, get added to your board. They may cover up things on your board. Mm-hmm. The sky's the limit. That's right. And again, we're not... We're not going too much into this just because we don't want to ruin your experience. But just think about, like, what are some of the things that you would add to kind of build up your city and stuff like that? Yep. Or um, maybe a legacy game you've played in the past where those types of elements have been or components have been included on those types of games. That's right. So in the basic gameplay of an episode, which is kind of what we'll go over, you have different color and shape polyomino pieces so kind of those tetris like pieces and you have your game board and then you have a deck of cards that have those polyomino shapes on them and you place that deck of cards face down in the middle of the table so all the players actually can see them and then what you do is you take the cards and you flip one of them up at a time and um Take the piece that's in front of, or each player takes the piece that's in front of them and places it on their game board based on each of the episode's rules. So the rules will vary along the way based on your gameplay. Um, We will not talk about that in detail because they do change. Some of them carry out through the game, but there is some variability there. Yeah. So, like, I won't go, I'm not going to, like, tell you what exactly. There will be times where, like, you know, a certain piece has to go in this certain spot and has to continue from there. Or, you know, it has, you know, these certain pieces, like, will have to be surrounded by other pieces and stuff like that. So I'm not really spoiling anything, but, like, there's a lot of different rules that change up how you're going to be starting and continuing laying these polyomino pieces and building your city. Yep. Once players are either unable to place a piece due to the episode's rules, or they have completed by placing all of their pieces, then you proceed to scoring based on the rules of that episode. Yep. So every episode has different rules. And then, so depending on the points, you score according to the placement and the episode rewards. So placement meaning, you know, what were you first, second, third, fourth place, and then what rewards that episode will give each of the players if it if it actually provides them rewards. Mm-hmm. And then those are also varying based on that each episode. Yeah. 
So, like, I think that when you come in first, you get some of these boons, but also you could have something that might hinder you, too. Whereas some of the people that are in second in other places, that they might not get those points, but they might get something to help them for the rest of the game. So there's, there's, it, it, it's a good way of keeping the people that are still behind, giving them a chance to still be able to catch up. Yep, yeah, it might help them advance their play um, for the next episode. Yeah, for sure. Yep. And then players continue playing each episode and opening the remaining envelopes as their city progresses until the game is finished af- after episode 24. Yes. Sounds easy, doesn't it? It's so easy, but it's not. Well, <laughs> so we tried, like we said, to keep it super high level because we don't want to spoil anything. So that's really all we're going to s- try to say about it. So we're going to get into our thoughts of the game. And then we're going to give our ratings of the game after we give our thoughts. Yep, for sure. Sound good? Yeah, sounds good. So what do you think about my city? Well, you know what I think about my city. (laughs) (laughs) So for those of you that don't know how I feel about it, we got this game... We hadn't played it for a while. We had a, a couple other games to review and play. Once we opened this game, we literally couldn't stop playing it. We played it. We finished the whole, all 24 episodes in what? Two weekends. Two weekends. And basically, if you, it technically three days, because I don't even think we even played it. The whole both weekends. I think the first weekend we did Saturday, Sunday, and then the next Saturday we finished it. Yeah. Boom. Done. So I don't know if that tells you anything because I don't feel like we blew through it because we wanted to get it done. We blew through it because we were enjoying it so much. Like we just wanted to see what was going to happen next and what was going to happen next. And I feel like polyomino games are like something that i really really enjoy i've always liked polyomino from the moment like tetris came out and stuff like that i had to play that all the time Mm -hmm. and you throw a polyomino game in there and then you throw other elements like not just how the pieces fit and in place but other elements like colors and other challenges along the way and they had me and it's funny because you talking about the you loving the polyomino thing. Like, I feel like any polyomino game that we've played, we've really, really loved. Like we, you know, I really haven't seen a dud yet as far as that goes. Like Bricks is really good. Isle of Cats is really good. Copenhagen's good. Uh, what else has Cartographers? That's really good. Like a lot of polyomino games that are out right now. Like. I haven't seen one that I've really disliked, and this one holds true. Well, and it's different because each of those polyomino games that you've mentioned played different. Oh, for sure. I mean, I guess that's like any dice game or any tiling game or anything like that. They all have different elements and different goals at the end of the game. But I think this one is so different because it has different elements and different challenges. And I think... Mm-hmm. I think what also had me on this game was the fact that I'm not one to read like a little brief like history or 
storyline at the beginning before we start our gameplay. Like back in the day, in the 1880, 1883, blah, blah, blah. You know, like any sort of storyline prior to actually learning the rules for um, any sort of episode. But they were like two or three lines. And to me, that was a nice little ditty or a little basis to get into character for the next part of this progression of my city. Yeah. And I, and I and I think that's kind of like the theme of the game almost is that it's a legacy game, but it also is very short and sweet and it gets you into the game. It doesn't bog you down. It doesn't give you all these things like I think Pandemic Legacy is pretty good at doing stuff, but even Pandemic like sometimes can be like this is a lot of reading and a lot of things here and there and everywhere. I feel like Charterstone when we played that, like that was a a little too many things. Like there were a too ton ma- of cards, too many cards, and like trying to find. Yeah. Like it still was fun playing the game, but like I, I felt like sometimes the story of the game and stuff like that, we were getting lost. With this game, it's like very just like this is what's happening here. Go do that, okay? And then you get to the next one, and then it's like, well, now this is ha- happening. It's like, oh, cool. So now we have to you know, change our thought and go down this path. It, I feel like it. Reiner Knizia did a, just a fantastic job of just being like, you know what? Here's what you need to play. It's not very hard to do. Like like we said in the beginning, it said ages 10 and up. Like, I feel that a lot of different kids, if they are willing, could play this game very easily and they would have a ton of fun out of it. Well, it, like you to add on to that, I think it's very streamlined. Yeah. Not that those other games aren't streamlined, but I think it's streamlined in a different way because you're not having to search through any sort of rule book or any sort of thing like that. Whereas I feel like Pandemic Legacy, we would get lost. We try to find this. We're trying to find that. Or like Charterstone, where's that card? Or where's this? Or, you know, what's happening here? And this one, it just... You pretty much had what you needed in the envelope, and it it just made sense. And it was quick, and you could just continue to play through it. It wasn't a table hog, I didn't think. No. And I don't know. I just, I mean, I feel like you know it's a good game if you finish playing a copy that you're reviewing, and you think... Man, I want to play that again. We should probably just buy a copy. Mm-hmm. And then know that if we buy another copy, we're not going to feel like our experience was spoiled if we try to play it again because it's not going to be the same. And, you know, if we encounter, or if we know what's going to be coming up in an episode, it doesn't really matter because we could never match what we did before. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, and I yeah. I, I feel like you hit the nail on the head. I feel like it's Boom. Just, it's one it's one of those that you could easily just you know, play multiple times. We've said it before, we're like with some other legacy games we're playing, we're like, ah, I think we could buy another copy of this and play it again. We we have not done that. <laughs> well, we never even finished we haven't finished. well, we never even finished. I doubt we'll finish, honestly. 
Pandemic Legacy. Oh, I really want to, though. Well, I know, but I have no idea what's happening in the game because it's been years since we picked it up. It's been a while, yeah. We finished Charterstone. We talked about playing it again, like getting the recharge on that. I don't think we ever will. No, I, I for sure don't think so. Especially after playing this game, I don't feel like we need to necessarily. I didn't mind that game, but I don't know. Yeah. I like I like this better. I think I think as the years go on, you grow as a gamer, and there's other things you're looking for. Yeah. I don't know. I I had heard like little bits and pieces of this game before, and I didn't know enough about it, and like. Boy, I'm all on board. <laughs> well, like, it, I might be in an ad for it. Yeah. Well, and it's one of those things where that, you know, with a legacy game, it's it's sometimes it's hard to get to know exactly what it's about because you don't want to be spoiled on what it actually is. Yeah. But yeah, so I feel like we've talked about it pretty pretty extensively. So let's give it a rating. So we've got our MFG cast rating scale. Uh, we've got. Uh, collection keeper which is something that we want to play all the time it's going to be more in the forefront in our heads like oh i'd really like to play that again you've got a fair player it's one of those that will play a decent amount but it's not going to be one where we play all the time but it will get its fair share we've got overlooked which is we'll probably overlook it to play other games and maybe eventually we'll get to this game and then the last one is unfortunate passer it's going to be something that we're just not into um, I will go ahead and put the MFG, my MFG cast mu- must have stamp on this. I feel like I'm this. I'm shocked. I feel that, that this is a game that I feel like everybody should play, you know? And, you know, again, there might be people out there that don't like polyomino games and they might not, you know, or might not even le- like legacy games. But I think if you're listening to this episode, obviously you have, it's piqued your interest. I feel like this is something that everyone should play. I really do. I feel like it's, again, it's easily accessible. Um, It's easy to learn. It's easy to play. It doesn't take that long to play. It says 30 minutes per episode. It may vary depending upon learning and how you're... What's happening in that episode. Yeah, what's happening in that episode, the speed in which you play in. But it is fairly quick and easy. It does not take you that long to get through the whole game, which... Some people might want it to kind of like last a little bit longer, but I feel like even something like this, I feel like the gameplay and how it, even if you we played it in three week, three days or whatever, I feel like that's clearly enough for a legacy game, and then eventually we can play it again if we wanted to buy it, which we probably will. So what do you think? Well, now that we're talking about it, I want to buy it again. <laughs> But I'd have to say it's an unfortunate passer. Yeah, I'm just yeah, you would. <laughs> I was trying to be really. I was trying to be really serious with him. <laughs> if you saw my face, but just, just I, let you know, your face was not serious at all. <laughs> it was. You laugh before you even. It, saw it was not, and based on all of the prior conversation, I don't know how anyone could have believed me. <laughs> Obviously, I'm going to pick Collection Keeper. It's weird saying Collection Keeper for this game because of it being a legacy game however because of it having the opportunity to be able to play the other side of the game board and being able to play the like ever standing gameplay game or whatever it it can sit on your game shelf i don't know that we would play that piece of it as much or not but man i want to play it again 
Like, I want to play it now. Well, we don't have it again. Like, I want to call the board game store and see if they have it. And Kurt's looking at me like I'm nuts. I am nuts. I am not. But I love this game, and um, I would... If I had the power, like Kurt, I would give it my MFG cast stamp of approval. Um, you're part of the MFG oh, cast, so that's okay. what you can well, do. Well, then I give it my stamp of approval. <laughs> just just to let you know, it's the MFG cast stamp of approval. It's not my stamp of approval. Oh, okay. Well, I give it the Tracy stamp of approval oh, from the MFG cast. Nice, nice. Yes. Very good. All right, well... I'll get I'll get a his and her uh, his and her a Kurt and, a Kurt and Tracy stamp so we can all do yes that. so yeah. anyway in summary buy this dang game already <laughs> what are you sitting around listening to the rest of this podcast for go and buy exactly. it exactly get on your phone go through drive through pick up curbside pickup oh I'm like grab uh, well I don't know maybe some some game stores have drive through pickup you don't know that curbside. Yeah, curbside. Okay. Yeah, get well, this game. at first I thought you were going to just talk to them about picking up food. Yeah, pick up some McDonald's, get some My City, sit, and just have some good old-fashioned fun. No, I would never say that. That'd be weird. Well, that's why I thought. <laughs> but, yeah, and again, thanks to Cosmos for le- lending us, letting us have, well, not lending, we're not giving it back. Uh, thanks for <laughs> letting us have that. a review copy of My City, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. And we hope that you get to enjoy this episode and you buy that game and enjoy it too. And let us know at MFGCast on Facebook, at MFGCast on Twitter, or at Mrs. Og. That's Tracy's Twitter on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's your username on Twitter? Oh, my yep, God. Yep, yep, yep. We're yep. awesome. Yep, We're we so excited. That's right. Boop, That's boop, right. Boop, boop. Yeah. yeah. Let us know what you think of the game if you... Uh, if you end up playing it, because we really enjoyed it. So, yeah. And if you hate it, you're crazy. That's right. You are insane. And we're going to find you. We've disowned you. Just kidding. All right. We still love you, then. Yeah, we do. Please come back. We just have differences. <laughs> All right. So that's another board game edition of the MFG cast. I hope you enjoyed. And until next time, I'm Kurt. And I'm Tracy. See you later, suckers. Bye-bye. <laughs> Take care. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.